for delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast-fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everybody? I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Brother Bowen Roban, Brother Anthony Hayes, and special guest, Aubrey Box. Box. I'll call you all, but you said earlier. Right, we are your ahead. brothers just searching tonight. Welcome yeah. to the program. Guys... What's going on? No, I want to ask a question. Box? Really? Box. I didn't know that. Like boxing kind of? Double X. Really? Double X. B-O-X-X. Hey, so that's boxing, what I wear, boxing, double X. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You We're know what to get me talking. now. And now you know you get you know what to get me now for my oh, birthday. Yeah. That pass. I'm just saying. That's okay. They didn't give me nothing either. <laughs> you you found out the secret. At least you came to my birthday party. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. listen, yeah. listen. The reason I didn't get you anything, you don't pay me enough. Hey, you pay us. <laughs> hey, hey, Bowen. Nah. We don't pay you nothing, huh? They don't pay me enough. But you're good for the podcast, right? Yeah. So you're good for nothing. I'm good for nothing. <laughs> My mama always told me that. She always told me that. And yeah. she, she'd laugh, you know. She'd tell me, she said, boy. She said, you're a good boy, yeah. I said, oh, okay. She said, yeah, you're a good boy, but you're good for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. I'm so proud. <laughs> but, uh, Is that supposed to be a compliment from uh, She'd tell me that a lot. You know, she'd tell me that just to kid around with me. Yeah, yeah. It, it was hard love. Yeah. That, that's love. what you call yeah. tough love. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of different types, too. Uh, uh, you're right uh, on that, man. You're uh, right on that. My wife showed me tough love all the time. All the time. All the time. All not the like time. almost 90% of the time. <laughs> no, no, like I said. Like 90, 80, 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah 85. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can say this because she tells me she, says she does not watch this or she does not hear it. My love, this is going to be the one I, she listens to. I was just thinking about that. This is the night when she's going to say, I want to listen to it. I want to listen. Let's just say it's probably 50-50. Yes, yes. Well, you know, 50-50. Let's just say that. Right. Love my wife. I'm just going to say I love my life. I love my life, and I love my wife. Happy wife, happy life. Well, you must be doing a good job. You're still alive so far. So I know for eight years. You came close, though. You look pretty happy, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My my kids are more, way more beautiful than me, so I'm happy. Oh, isn't that blessing? Did you want to hear if I mentioned the name of the person, you would know it, but let's just say it's one of the singers of the worship league. Okay. Well, the one that sings almost all the time. Let's just say it like that. She told my wife this weekend, she said, man, man, look at that beautiful baby because they were holding out a line. And she goes, I can't Aww. believe that came from Isaac. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's you know cool. Now, huh? I know. I know. <laughs> that so, is cool. We're not, we're not hey, going to You can definitely take that as a compliment, though. Oh, I told her. I said, my wife told me what she said. She'd bust out laughing. <laughs> but yeah. there is some people she I look would, at. I'm would. like, how? How it happened? How? Mm. You don't need to ask all about me, buddy. Now that's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Only a face a mother can love. <laughs> yeah, if she can love this scraggly thing, there's something wrong. She really got love. Yeah, she got a lot of love. 
That's a lot of love. I told him. Uh, uh, we went to a funeral not too long ago, and uh, one of the ladies at church told my dad, I said, You real beautiful man. I said, It's a sin to drink, yeah. <laughs> 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 she must have been drunk to say that. <laughs> I said, it's a sin to drink or smoke anything you're not supposed no, to. Oh, what you smoking? <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> I looked at her, I'm like, yeah, you okay? <laughs> do like me and Colin do. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it's good to have you here tonight, man. We I'm glad having, to be here. You having fun? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. so. Being around so many guys, constant talking. Yeah. It's usually quiet around my house, so this is a great change. Yeah, like you, you're soaking that only in like a sponge. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. soaking it in like a sponge for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't tell me in your room playing your bongo. Do, 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 oh, know. no, not bongos. Bass, bass guitar. Bass guitar. I forgot about that. Of course. He's a bass man. You know, we tell people all the time, those that come for the first time, you can come anytime you want. Oh, yeah, I'd like to be here more yeah. often. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. sweet. Yeah. yeah, let us know. Yeah, Just let us know ahead of time. I like yeah. how they make the executive decision when I go to the producer first. You see that, huh? Well, well, well you, you, you see, are sitting right here. Well, you can interject well, anytime. Well, well, you know, the thing is, we, like, are, no, we, are, we are part of the podcast. You know, we <laughs> right. do have of some course. Yeah, we do believe in democracy. Yes. We do yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Y'all believe in democracy. Okay, hey, I own 50, y'all owe 25. So who got the – my vote counts twice. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute here, boy. You're a guest. <laughs> yeah, you have no say so. You have to wait, wait, wait a minute. We got to vote you in. It's a tie vote because me and Boogie vote too, yeah. What I about the I guest for Lloyd too, you know? Well, we tie. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you didn't win. You, you still. No. You, so I'm, de- I'm dethroned now? No, you're not dethroned. We keep you on the throne. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you see, you're going to do like a Lucy did on one show, and they did a vote. Ricky and them says, we take a vote, and then Lucy put both hands up. Yep, yep. Nah. So you make the decision. Sometimes. Maybe Sometimes. I can come back. Uh, no, most, we'll, we'll judge your performance at the end of the night. Okay, no, yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty well. much, pretty much. Isaac does make a lot of decisions. We yeah. don't, we don't say too much. We just yeah. agree with him. We just nod our heads. We just nod That's our cool. heads. That's he, cool. He's no. going forward with it, so yeah. it's nice to have exactly. him in charge. Exactly. Sometimes, yeah. no, I'm joking. Uh, I might be the one to have the most time doing that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's no, true. No, that's no, true. we work. We work all together. Yeah, we, we work fun. together. And we work as a team. Yeah, you know, you know it's don't, for the yeah. common goal yeah. of the Lord and to win souls and yeah. to yeah. do all that. That's just pretty stuff, much so. what it is. You know, eyes is kind of like. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm just thinking about something. I invited you. You did. <laughs> they yeah. acting like they acting like they say, "Hey, Albert, come here." Yeah, they, they never. <laughs> well, we I was just coming. we just yeah. made another invitation. Me? That's yeah. all we're okay, doing. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. a surprise for both of you. That's right. And maybe next time we might bring some donuts. Next yeah, time. I'll oh, tell you I what. Like next donuts. time you yeah. come, next time you come, I'll have donuts and hot dogs here for us to eat. Well, and, donuts donuts and, hot and, Bo, and Bowen said he bought me a French bread. I, I'll buy him a French. Oh, I'll buy him a uh, garlic bread. No, I want French bread. You want French bread? Yeah. Hey, he, nice likes the, yep. he likes the French. I didn't know next time would be a buffet. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and it's cheap. <laughs> Hold on. Don't take Andrew Wilkes. When Andrew came, oh, yeah. Andrew had taco yeah. soup. Taco soup. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. He wanted to come back. Oh, yeah. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted to come back, boy. Sure. <laughs> we put love and spice it's like, in It's already on my schedule. I'll be back, back the same time next week. Dude, just cook what you had last time, okay? Yeah. Well, uh, do it over again. Yeah. A little spice. But anyway. A little nice. So. I guess we gotta start talking about the word now. You know, we had yeah, our, we had I our fun like that. 
You like that? You like that? I think. But when you like that, huh? What? You read the preach tonight, man. I can see well, it I'm in your. I really preach. It's just you, to bring out a. You a say subject. that. You say that every time, but then your face well, gets well, all red well, and your veins start popping well, out, and yeah. you know. Well, you gotta reach the loss. I mean. You don't want to scare him, though. <laughs> if I wanted to scare him, I could, but I don't want to scare him. You just look him. straight into the camera. Right, right. And you right, look right. at the camera, repent! Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not in my, I'm not in my monster stereo right now, you see. Monster stereo. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and then it's going to be like the cartoons. They have somebody in the camera hitting him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, we talked about, <clears throat> uh, about the... Uh, about Christians not believing Leaving. in the Holy Ghost and all kind of other stuff. Then last yeah, week we Christians talked about, I know, but we also talked about last week John Newton and the experience he had. Bowen came up with this topic tonight. We're going to pull from John chapter 3, verse 3 to 8, and we're going to be talking about the born-again experience mm. and some things about the Spirit. And Bowen, you said you really wanted to tie this into that. It's going to kind of tie into tie what? Tie. Yeah, it's going to tie into some of that. Yeah. So, will. do you uh, want to go ahead and read, or you want me to read? Uh, why don't you read it, and I'll just kind of you start go ahead it and off. break it down. Yeah, I'll break yeah, it down. That's a good idea. All right, so John and chapter 3, him. and we have a mosquito. Well, right. he needs the blood, too, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for the blood. He's looking for the blood. Not the right, but the... the... Anyway, John chapter 3, verse 3, verse 8. This is the story about when Jesus met with Nicodemus on the rooftop. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born who is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So, Bowen, go ahead and take us off tonight, my brother, and let's start this conversation. Okay. The first uh, verse 3 you read, um, Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, I got some scriptures right here I'm going to read. I got a couple of them I want to read to y'all. That, um, well, this is nice. I like this. Uh, Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's one. I'm going to read one more, and then we're going to go from there. Where are you reading from, Bo? Uh, this one was uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, oh, verse 23. Okay, uh, let me see what this one does. Okay. Yeah. Whosoever believe in the Son has eternal life. Whosoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. That's John 3, uh, verse 36. Um, Chapter 3, verse 36. But anyhow. um, So being born again, uh, when a person is born again, he has to believe in Christ. He has to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He has to believe that. Mm -hmm. But there's another scripture that I wanted to read. I just can't. uh, Let me see. Okay. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, the, the new has come. All things are new when a person is born again. That's First Corinthians. That's First right? Corinthians five seventeen. Five seventeen. Um, being born again, a person cannot be born again without the Spirit of God coming into his heart. A person cannot be born again unless he believes in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He has to believe in those things. He has to believe in the Holy Spirit. He has to believe in the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, he cannot be born again. He has to believe in the sacrifice that Christ made for our sins. And when he accepts that and makes that, that exception, he can be born again. Christ can come into his life and change his heart. Now, if you guys have something you want to share, y'all can talk. Go ahead. Keep on going. We um, listen. Mm-hmm. So, let me see. They have another one. For Anita, circumcise circumcision counts for anything for nor uncircumcision but a new creation so the heart has to be circumcised the heart has to be cleansed by the spirit of god mm-hmm. that spirit has to move in and cleanse the heart mm-hmm. if the heart is not cleansed that person cannot be born again that person cannot be saved mm-hmm. you know today's society we live in a society where People believe, well, I, I'm a good person. I can go to work. On my, I can go to heaven on my good works. That's right. You know, I did good deeds. I did that. Mm-hmm. I did. No. The Bible says, unless you accept what Jesus did at Calvary's cross, and unless you believe, believe in the death and the resurrection of Christ, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You cannot be born again. Also uh, goes to a point on that. One can't say there's many ways to heaven and still make it to heaven. That's right. That's right. You know That's right. saying talking about born again. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No man go to the Father but to me. But there's a lot of people out there, they believe in their good works, they believe in their 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 own ability to get to get salvation, but they forget about the part where it says that Jesus is the only way. They well, I believe in Muhammad, I believe in Confucius, I believe in Buddha, I believe in my big toe. It don't matter right. that I'm making it to heaven because yeah. they have the argument and we're studying that in youth right now about Catholicism. We're about to start on to that where they believe that the saints and they believe praying everything and they believe in works to make it to heaven. Right. I know some of my Catholic friends are gonna say no, we don't believe that, but a lot of the teachings point that way, but they're believing in something else other than the finished work of Calvary. Okay, but, you know, some just came to me, and I believe the Holy Spirit brought that to my mind. A person that is truly born again is going to hunger for the Word of God. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. because the Word of God is life. This True. book that we read is a life for mm-hmm. the spirit man. If you don't read this book and a person says he's born again, don't spend time in the Word of God. Right. He's not born again. Because... You eat three meals a day, don't you? You feed the flesh. You feed this flesh every day. You, this flesh eats a meal, one or two meals a day. You have to feed the spirit man. That's, That's right. right. Jesus mm-hmm. said, my words are life. Right. My word, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of, man, mouth of God shall man live. So when Jesus said that, he meant that man has to live by this word because man is a spiritual being. That spirit that lives in a man is going to live forever. That spirit will never die. This has to be his food. 
You quit reading the Word of God. You don't spend time in prayer. You don't read the Word. You don't study the Word. You're not going to grow. You're not going to know God. You're not going to know who God is. You're not going to connect with the Holy Spirit and God. It ain't going to happen. This is how God connects with a person that is born again. So, so let's go back to the topic we talked about two weeks ago. With the article that came out from the Christian Post. Oh, I like that article. That's a good one. And it said that there's 176 million Americans that profess to be Jesus, uh, to profess to be Christian. So, Bowen, in that part, you're telling me that all 176 ain't born again? I didn't say that. No, but no, I'm no, I'm, I'm Bowen. I'm trying to bring out a point right here because remember, the statistic said only six percent, in which we've came to the conclusion that possibly only three percent of Christians 176 in million. Of 176 million. So maybe seven, seven and a half million people are truly, have a, uh, well, not even say born again, a biblical yeah. worldview. Remember, that's what the article said. That's it didn't talk article. about right. being born again. Right. And, and look, you can be religious. That is proven in the text. Nicodemus was, well, we talked about it earlier yes. during prep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a ruler. Yeah. He was a ruler. He knew all the law. He knew all he the law. He knew there. all the law. And, and look, yeah. I, I think the best way, and some people might tell me, well, Isaac, that's a Catholic movie. You, we made a joke like that, um, which isn't the, the actor's Catholic, unfortunately, but um, The Chosen. Yeah. If you ever watched The Chosen, The Chosen did a real good um Portrayal of, Portrayal of Nicodemus. Nicodemus, they showed yeah. he was a ruler. He had a lot of pull. He had a lot of... And Nicodemus was so surprised when he, he they asked the question. And later on, Nicodemus said in verse 9, we didn't get to that part when he said, how could these things be? And Jesus said, said uh, answered him, yeah. are you a teacher of Israel and yet you do not understand these things? Right. So he people can be religious. He was way too focused on the yeah. material mm-hmm. and he wasn't, he wasn't too worried focused. about the, the, right. spiritual. the spiritual stuff. That's, right. that, that's a good point yeah, that's right. all, all as well. But at yeah. the same time, let's go look at this. He read the Bible but didn't truly understand it as well. How many Christians read the Bible and misinterpret it all the time? Because you I, get what I'm saying, I, yeah, and, that happens. And I'm, yeah, not that happen not, I'm not saying that they're not born again; if they they misunderstand the Bible. Yeah. But at the same time, there are a lot of Christians go because, like you said, they do focus on. He was focused on the material. He was focused on the law. That's why Paul wrote in Romans chapter one about the no Romans chapter two with uncircumcision and all that. But at the same time, Nicodemus read the Bible and he still could not truly understand. And that that's a that's a good point about the material as well. But that's another point you can go on it. Yeah. That's right. So and, right. and look, let's go to a point. Um, we talked about it in prep about how some Christians. Well, when you first get saved, you read the Bible. It's it's, it's Chinese to you. You can't understand nothing <laughs> it right. says. Yeah. If I go ahead and write something in yeah. Chinese and give it to you, Bo, and you won't know I what won't it is. I know what it is. Exactly. But if you knew Chinese, you would understand it. And that's what a lot of Christians are. That's when we can talk about the Spirit later on. The Spirit reveals what the Bible says. Exactly. You can have tons of translations, and the ESV is yeah. one of the greatest ones that uh, expand on what the Bible says. Exactly. Yeah, but right. but but at the same time, there are some people that can read this translation that's made easy for anyone to read and be like, oh, I don't understand it. Right. That's right. And it yeah. goes to that point. But. Yeah. Because the oh. Spirit gives the vision of the words. The Spirit gives yeah. you the understanding right. of the Word. You see, right. the, spirit, the Spirit will show you what the Word is saying. It will break it down for you and yeah. give you that understanding. Because it shows and, and wisdom this is, and understanding. This is not yeah. to brag on myself or say anything about myself, but a lot of times when I'm in, when I'm in prayer, I ask God to give me knowledge and understanding of His Word. Oh, that's you know, amazing! I ask God, I, I ask the Lord, Lord, give me the yeah. understanding. Open yeah. up Your Word to me that I can understand it. You know, and right. God will do that for you. God will give you that understanding of His Word. You remember when Solomon? Remember when, uh, God said uh, in a dream to Solomon, He says, "You ask me anything you want." 
And he says, you want riches? You want this? He said, no. He said, I want wisdom. How and, to guide your people. And the Lord loved it. And the Lord loved yeah. that because he told Solomon, because you didn't ask me for riches and That's the right. things of the world, he said, I'm going to give you the wisdom that you can judge my people. And, and, right. And, and, he was... Yeah. He was really seeking the yes, spirit. That's right. That's right. And that's how now, he was able to become so was, wise. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So it's when yeah. you seek the mm-hmm. when you seek the right things with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't seek when 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 I give to the work of God, I don't seek for the blessings of God. I don't seek for God to give back to me. I don't seek, you know You give with a cheerful heart. I do it with a cheerful heart. What I seek is the spirit of God. What I seek is the spiritual blessings of God. I don't care about the blessings of money and all this stuff. Right. I want what God has in spirit. I want the spiritual mm-hmm. blessings. I want what comes from the fruit, uh, from the spirit of God. You know, uh, wisdom. I want understanding. I want knowledge. I want, you know, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. I, the other stuff comes later. You know, God said, seek, seek, seek the kingdom of God first and all his these things will be, all, mm-hmm. all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. If you seek God with all your heart, you seek God's kingdom, everything else is going to be added to it. You understand? Your food, your clothing, what yeah. you're going to eat, your home, your, you know, your job. That's all going to be added to you. But the things that, that's the things we seek most of the time. But the things that we should be seeking is the spirit, is the things that come from the spirit of God, the spirit that lives within us. We should seek that. That should be the blessings that we should seek. Oh, and that's so what I seek the most. Well, let, let's go on that point, Bowen, because remember, Nicodemus did ask him a question when he asked, be born again. There might be some people out there that say, well, is the, what is being born again? And they might have the same question, Nicodemus. How can a man be old and be born again? Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless a man, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot Enter the kingdom of God. Okay, Let, let's look at something right here, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of expound this. Truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water, what are you, he's not talking about baptism. No, he's no. talking about the word, and that's what he's lot, talking about lot, the word. People, the word is life. That's what he's talking yeah, about. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, it's a living water. Yes. Yeah, well, exactly. it's a living water, and we mm-hmm. have to expand on yeah. on that too because there is some of our brothers and sisters in the faith. I'm not going to call them not Christian, but the UPCs. The, they uh, teach that. Yeah. The, they teach that. I don't think does Calvinists believe that too. Uh, or no? Uh, no, 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 no. They, I never they, saw they, it yet. No. But they they use no, this scripture. See, so. Jesus said, "Who is born of the water and of the Spirit," and then they use uh, Acts chapter two. Where is I think two thirty eight? I got one yeah. right here, Isaac. If you want me to read, well, it. I'm, I'm I'm bringing out this part right here because they they use that uh, born of the water, and then they use this scripture. And Peter said to them, "Repent and be baptized, everyone in in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sin, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. They take those yeah. scriptures out of content because. One thing is when he said repent, that was repenting unto the Lord. Baptism was an outward uh, expression. expression of something that happened inward. Mm-hmm. And when he said the gift of the Holy Spirit, could that possibly mean? Now it, it could mean tongues. It could mean the 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 gift of tongues that they saw on the uh, the day of Pentecost. But could that mean what uh, Paul said in? Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 4, in order that the righteousness required, requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their mind on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life, life and peace. peace. 
So, because Romans chapter 8, we all know, is talking about regeneration. When right. you get saved, the Holy right. Spirit comes in. Right. Could that's what Peter was talking about in Acts chapter 2, yeah. verse 38? And was right. this possibly walking what? In the spirit. Well, I have walking that. In the spirit. I have that, right. but I have this also. Whosoever, whos, whosoever believe and is baptized will be saved. But whosoever does not believe will be condemned. Does that mean the yeah. same thing as what you're talking in Acts 238? Could that mean the same thing? Right. It could. It, well, go ahead. What is it again? Uh, it's uh, Mark sixteen sixteen. But uh, let me see. Uh, I have. Let me see. There's another one I wanted to read. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You had that other one, or yeah, I got one right. Wait, you said I'm, Mark sixteen. I'm, Mark sixteen sixteen. That's the one. That's the one you need to look at because that's the one I want you to kind of expound okay. on. Um, For whoever believes it, it is baptized will be saved. But whoever shall does not believe will be condemned. Now, what is he talking about? Is he talking about spirit? Or you talk about water baptism? Well, let, let's let's look at the baptism for uh, the word baptism just means emerge. That's right. That's what it means. So, yeah. so that's what a lot of people a lot of people go straight to this as saying, well, baptism is being in water because that's right. all that baptism. Right. No, the word baptized means to be emerged into some. And it's like saying, look, if you are if you believe and are is baptized, are you emerged with Christ? You emerge. You in, can, other, in other words, you identify with Christ. Well, you just not identify. You give Christ your all. Yeah, you're you're one hundred percent right. Right in Christ. In Christ. You, you're yeah. not. You're not. You're not focused on nothing else. You are 100% in Christ. Right. So that's, that's what the text could have meant. I don't know what the translators would have thought. Uh, we would have to look in, into well, that and see. Yeah. But bapti- baptism really is them saying, hey, you know, I, how can I say it? I'm, I'm immersed in Christ. I'm giving him everything. I'm not just giving him a little part of my life. Mm-hmm. So that could mean, but it also could mean the same thing. Jesus, because look, Jesus, Jesus did command people to be baptized. Oh, yes, yes. But we believe on this podcast that it, it's not a requirement for salvation. No. no, it's not. So so that goes to even a bigger point right there. So too. So well, well, the thing is, you got to look at when when Jesus was using when telling Nicodemus when he was using he was using a parables. I, I guess you can say he was using symbolism. We call that. He was like, for example, he used the wind. Now we don't believe the wind passes by you. You get saved every time a wind passes by. No, I mean you can almost use that same argument. Right. But all Jesus is saying is he's using the natural birth of a natural pregnancy. To, he's, try, he's trying to give a metaphor. He's trying to give a parable to Nicodemus. Because remember, he told him that when Nicodemus said, how can I, like, how, how does this possible? He said, I'm explaining to you about earthly things. How are you going to know about the heavenly things? Right. So he was using it as a parable. Right. He, and then what I like about it, he's using all this and he saves the best for last. He says, as the serpent was lifted up in the desert. So shall, so shall the, the son, son of man, man be. be. So he's point using all this, the baptism or well, the water. We don't call it baptism, but the water symbolism and everything. He's putting, he's towarding it all towards the cross. Right. You know, it's kind of like when I did a teaching, a Bible study the other day. I was using, I said, the Old Testament. I said, this is how I, I did the parable of it. I use a modern day football game. I said, imagine the, the cheerleaders. They're not the game itself. They're not the, the they're not it. They're just getting you prepared for the game that's coming. They're getting you stirred up. They're getting you ready for the big moment 
that's coming. I said that's what the Old Testament is. It, they're like the cheerleaders. They're everything, the symbolism, everything. Everything's pointing you towards the big event that is coming that was Christ and him crucified. So it's the same thing Jesus is doing here. He's using all this. He's like doing like a little cheerleader type thing. And then he's leading people to the cross, to the big thing. Because if water baptism for salvation, why Jesus would use as the well, serpent was uh, and, picked and, up in the desert. And you can, you know, let's, let's yeah, go. It does not uh, make sense. It, you can use another metaphor on that or mm-hmm. saying, yeah. you know, an example of it. Um, you have boxing matches. Yeah, yeah. You know, a boxing match just don't go straight to the main event of the evening. Right, right. You have prelims. You know, mm-hmm. if anybody watches uh, mm-hmm. UFC, yeah, uh-huh. they understand that you have yeah, a right. long... You have two hours just of prelims. Yeah, then they you got prelims you ready of the prelims. The and then yeah. you're like... It, it, then you have this they build everything up to this main event of the yeah. evening right, and yeah. that's what the Old Testament did the Old Testament was like the prelims mm-hmm. and Christ yeah. was talking about it and yeah. he led everybody to the main event of the right. evening and I and feel that, like that's what he's doing right here you know he's giving all these symbols. well yeah he, to, he is you know, but like I said unfortunately we have some yeah. denominations in the world today that go ahead and try to fit this into a narrative oh you have to be baptized and you need to have the spirit well, because well, they go, even it, go ahead and say that about yeah. the spirit. Jesus was not talking about the whole. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. Let me correct myself. He was talking about the Holy Spirit, but he wasn't talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Right. There is a big difference. Mm-hmm. See, everybody, and I even learned this recently. Everybody that reads yeah. the thing of the Spirit, the thing, the first thing they think of is the baptism of the Holy and Spirit. No, no, not it is not. Case. They have the regeneration of the Holy Spirit, and that's, that's what right. we tell people when Jesus said you have to be born again. Yes, you have to be born again. But you have to have a spirit of regeneration. That's that right. is the Holy Spirit. When every person gets saved, there is yeah. the Holy the Holy Spirit comes and lives upon a person. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is simply to activate your the power to you to fulfill your earthly ministry. That's right. It empowers you. And that's that's the thing of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's where a lot of people miss the concept because you have like i said upcs that believe that's part of salvation then you have baptists and calvinists that say well the holy spirit's there but the baptism of the holy spirit was only for the apostles it's done away or, and it's with, done yeah. away with it was it's, it was for them to fulfill their early ministry right, right. well if that's the yeah, case right. i hate to see preachers that's right that don't have the baptism of the holy spirit right. and there is exactly. some out there that yeah. preach out of a head knowledge but yeah. not a um, not out of the spirit. Not out of the spirit. Okay, we're going to move on a little bit. I want to go a little bit further. I want you all to listen to this. That which is born of flesh is flesh. Yeah. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Okay, let's look at this part. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Okay, we know he's talking about the flesh here. He's talking about this flesh. But the flesh can mean also something else. The flesh can mean of your own doings, your pride, mm-hmm. yeah. your own self-will. Your, Even good your, works. Your, your yeah. own works. Yeah, your, right. own, your own deed. You know, I'm going to go to heaven on my own thing. You know, I'm going to do my own thing. You know, I am I can obey the Ten Commandments. I can do this. When the eye starts popping in, that's the flesh. Okay? <laughs> that's the when, when God yeah. When God is not in the picture yeah. and it's I, 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 me, 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 well, that's the flesh. Okay? That will never inherit the kingdom of God because I got something right here I want to read. It's too selfish. I, I yeah, tell you this, brother. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. I got one more. Let me read one more, and then we're going to go on. 
It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The words, the words, the words, the words. This is life. This is spirit. When a person is walking after the spirit, he's walking after the word of God. He's following the word of God. He's obeying the word of God. He's doing exactly what this book is saying. He's obeying God's word. When a guy is, when a person is walking after the flesh, he's not doing nothing of God's word. He's not walking after the spirit. This is the spirit of life. This is what gives life. This is the leading of the spirit. This is the only way the spirit of God is going to speak to you. Anything else, anything that comes from this, when you start putting me and I in that thing, and this is out, and Jesus is out, and God's kicked aside, well, that's the flesh, okay? And that, that scripture says, the flesh is no help at all. That means the flesh will never, 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 no, never inherit the kingdom of God. The flesh is going to die. The only thing that's going to inherit the kingdom of God is what's incorruptible. The, in, the incorruptible, the new born again spirit, the new born again man, the man that's born again inside, that's going to inherit the kingdom of God. This right. thing's going to go back to the dust. Right. This thing's going to die and go back to the dust. But that spirit man, the spirit man, okay. Jesus said, life, life is in my word. Life is in, in the water. The word, the word cleanses the soul. The word cleanses the spirit. Yeah. The word makes the heart right. The word speaks to the heart. The word makes a person look at himself in a mirror. Is it in the book of James? It says that when you yes. look in the mirror, yeah. you see yourself. Yeah. Hey, some people look in that mirror and they don't like what they see. I know <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I don't like what I see. So I look in the word of God and I say, Lord, help me correct that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something wrong. There's something not right in my life. You know, I got hidden sin. I want to know what it is. Help right. me. You know, well, that's good. what it's about. Good illustration of that. And that came from Pastor Mike. Who, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things we learned came from Red Man right there. But Pastor Mike said that one time they had this uh, this traveling minister that was trying to reach the Native Americans uh -huh. here in America, yeah. and he brought them some <laughs> gifts. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. He brought some gifts to the Native Americans, <laughs> and the chief, the, he gave the chief a mirror. When the chief looked at it, he threw it down, stomp on it, and said, oh, "I can't believe you gave me that." And the the, the minister yeah. said, "Well, what what's the matter? It was a mirror." He goes, "That was the ugliest picture I ever seen." <laughs> he was looking at himself. Yeah, so, oh, and that's, the, and that's the personal reflection he did not want to see. <laughs> but boy, that's what's going. That's what. That's a perfect analogy that's of us perfect, with yes, this, yes. With, with living to the Bro, flesh. And, right. and we brought right. this earlier. Right. Paul reiterated, and we're going to go back to uh, Romans chapter eight, verse five. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things, the things of, the, of flesh. the flesh. So, and like you said, and look, the flesh representing here is the world. Okay? World, but it also Amen. represents yourself. Will yes, it does. It does. But you know, a lot of people, that's what they depend on, is they're going to go to heaven on their own will, yes, on their average. own abilities, on their own doings. That is the flesh. Or also, it can or, go to the and point, it is the world, too. It can go to the world saying, look, I don't want to serve God because I like a pleasure of right. sin. Yes, it, yes it's and, all the same see, that's thing. that's what us as Christians, when right. we read about right. flesh and about sin, we look at us, oh, man, it's <laughs> ugly. Yeah. We have to, and that's what the Bible does. That's the what Bible, the Bible look, does. There's some script. Mm -hmm. I, I did that a while back. I had, I had something I was dealing with, and I was reading in my dumb truck one day, and I'm reading, and man, I'm serious. The Spirit of God was hitting me like I was a punching bag. <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, God, I don't like reading this. But the Lord said, you need yeah, to read it. And guess what? It. I had to repent. <laughs> <laughs> I had to repent. That's what the Bible That's is. That's what it's the Bible mirror. is. It's, it's a mirror. It it, it's ourselves. a mirror. Yeah. To yeah. Why do you think he was so uncomfortable? I can see eyes. Oh, fuck him. Oh, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, No, I was saying like me and uh me and a uh, pastor was talking one day. He's talking about the born again experience. He says he was a black minister. He says, "Boogie." I said, "Yes, Pastor Paul." That was his name. He says, "You know, you know what born again is like." I said, "What's that, Paul?" What Paul? He said, "You know, it's like a person taking it's like a, a person jumping off a boat and he's scuba dive and he's gone in the bottom." And he's seen a whole new world. He's seen fish he never saw before. He's seen a whole bottom of the ocean. A whole new world opens up to him. He said, said that's how it is when a person's born again. You know, it's, it's a whole new world. They see new things they never seen before. And they, they open, like, things they used to like. Now they look at it like it's vain now. So I was like, oh, wow, that's well, a good well, illustration. Let's, 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 that, that is a yep. good illustration because that, that's the things walking in the walking in the flesh. You know, how mm-hmm. many people go ahead and they say, well, when we was in the world, we, we just, we, were, we didn't feel comfortable. We didn't find peace. We didn't find joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when they walked, when Jesus said, um, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel. I say unto you, you must be born again. And then he goes into the illustration. But Paul even said it the best way. Paul said in Romans chapter eight, verse five, the second part of that, where he say, "Who and uh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. But to set the mind on the flesh is fle- is death." But when you mentioned earlier, Jesus said the same thing. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. So when you have, when you're in, if you're in, if you're born again, you you feel that newness of life. You, mm-hmm. the spirit of God has rested on you. Yeah. He that be in Christ yeah. is a new creature. Yeah. Old things have passed things away. Have passed all away. Things, I mean, all old, things are passed away. All things have become new. And Bo, you made a statement earlier, and I want to iterate on that because I knew it was coming to this. You made a statement earlier to be born again. One needs to believe in the Holy Ghost or the Holy one, Spirit. One needs to believe in the Spirit, but he also needs to believe in the death and the resurrection. Right, of but, Jesus but, but, but it, it's going to a point where we're talking about the Spirit right here. When a man is truly born again, he feels the Spirit of God. We all have experienced it rest, in this room. Right. And we have experienced rest. We have spirit. If you call yourself a born-again believer and tell me that the Holy Spirit is not, not real, real, I'm not trying to judge you, but by, but, by your terms, uh, the okay. Spirit of God gave you newness of life. How can you say the Holy Spirit is not real? Right, That's right, 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 right. Yeah, you are correct. It is. Right. It's yeah. not. You should recognize all that the Spirit has to bless you with. A lot of people, and you, you know, can't and, just and, and, you can't just take that all for your own glory, right? Right. But you know that's what it would amount to. But yeah. you know, something was said a while back when we had talked about something to do with the spirit. A lot of people in today's society believe the spirit of God is just a force of wind. You know, it's just wow. a force. It, it don't really move into a person. A person can't really receive well, and it. And you remember, know, remember in the article. I'm going to go back to that article. The article said that. Out of the 176 million, I think 20-some percent believe that the Holy Spirit is like karma. It's like karma. Exactly. You did uh, say that. That's right. So, yeah. so what, is karma? what is karma? What is karma? A god or something? <laughs> huh? it, I, I think karma think a god? It's a, it's a law or a rule. Right. I mean, yeah. they, I mean like that's all. Like nature or whatever. Right, course, right. Yeah. Because when you Soul said, when, when you said stuff, karma, yeah. I said to myself, I said, Lord, man, these people believe in the weirdest stuff I ever heard of. Bo, and I did not say they believe in Kamala Harris. I say karma. I mean, they, they, <laughs> right. 
Who really believes, sir? All right. Okay. Right. Can, we, all, can, karma. can we move? In, can we move a little bit further? Yeah. I got, yeah, I got yeah. a little bit more. I want to. I want to cover before Good we got to shut it down. Uh, do not marvel that I said unto you, you must be born again. Now I got a scripture that goes with that, and I think y'all gonna want to touch on this a lot. Do not marvel at this for. An hour is coming when all who are in the tomb will hear his voice. Oh, wow. Who's going to hear his voice? Those, who are, Those who are in Christ. Yeah. Those who are truly born again. Those who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's the only ones that can hear the voice. That's the only ones that will hear the voice. You know, because that's what it says right here. It's coming when all who are in the tomb, that means the grave, will hear his voice. Hear the voice of Jesus calling for the resurrection. Come from the grave. Come yeah. from the grave. They're going right. to be raised up incorruptible. They're going to be raised up. And they're the only ones that's going to hear that voice. Those that are in hell, those that are burning in hell today, will not hear the voice. Oh, they're going to hear the voice. They're going to hear it at the great white throne judgment. That's when they hear it. That's when God's going to raise them all. Oh, yeah, they're all going to stand before the Lord one day. But those that are truly born again are going to come in that first resurrection. Those are the ones that are going to be raised. Those are the ones that are going to hear the voice of God. Um, that where, makes me think, so being filled with the Spirit... It's just like the death and resurrection because the death of the old man and uh, the new life of the spirit yeah. is what really makes a well, change. And, and, but that's what the that's what the dead, burial, and resurrection represented. Christ dying, he died for our sin, and he and because uh, was it Jesus that said that that um, you're gonna just like Christ? You, no, maybe Paul. I think it's I say you're gonna raise you're gonna raise up just like the day of the resurrection. Right. The, right. the 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 but, death the death of Christ was showing us that was the price for sin. If we stay in Christ, we're going to raise just like Him in the newness of life, and right. that's what the resurrection was representing. I don't know. A, that's what we're pushing forward to. If we stay in Christ, we're going to have a new body. We're going to have a new but, spirit. And, and the old man it passes away. The old man passes. Yeah. yeah. Well, your your whole body is going to be changed in the resurrection. Right. But I know I read it somewhere. I don't know who said that. But if the spirit. That dwelt in Jesus, dwell in you, you shall be raised. Right. Okay? That means the Holy Spirit. That means the Spirit of God. Well, that's why Jesus said another comforter will come. Another comforter. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 14. If that Spirit dwells in you, that you will be raised incorruptible. You will be, you will live for you, you will live forever. Right. And if Jesus is is the Word made flesh, and he said another Mm -hmm. comforter was coming, so it's the word, and it's also the spirit. The spirit. Right? That's right. So the word not only the, is he the word a comforter, spirit, but so the is word the and the spirit ties together. Without the word, you can't. You can't. The spirit won't live. Word and spirit have to tie together. The spirit right. has to have the word. You, you can't know? have an anemic spirit. You, you have to right, really right. Eat, and, eat and the, you talk. You li- listen. You're talking to somebody that's been through that. Okay, and I don't brag on my past. I hate my past with a passion, but I've been through it. I know what I'm talking about. You know, when you leave the Word of God out of your life and yep. you don't spend time in that Word, that spirit man dies, and mm-hmm. it don't take yeah. long. Well, either two things happen when you don't have the Word in your heart. One, you get uh, you, you backslide, yes. or two, you get extremely religious. Yes, mm. exactly. Because right. there cool is some people out there, yes. there, there is some a people that, that will say, well, I don't need to read my Bible, I go to church. 
I pray every. I pray to. I pray to God all the time, man. I pray. <laughs> never pray, but I pray to God all the time. And, and they they go to church to fulfill a religious act, and like they're too holy to read the Bible. Yeah, and like they that, got it all that, figured out, right? And that's yeah. one they say. But yeah. that is dangerous because you think you're a know it all and you don't know nothing at all. Hey, 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 <laughs> yeah. hey remember that show, Burmai show? Huh, a Christian that don't read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what good is he? Yeah, for real. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. not good. And look, he won't be in tune with the spirit. Well, and look, no, he won't. There'll be, no, be no connection. There's a pastor yeah. in Houston that that goes ahead and hardly reads the Bible, and all he speaks about is a uh, your your uh, every day is a Friday to you. So that 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 proves a point right well, there. If you lack I, the word I of hate God, to say it. I, I hate to say it. I work in the work, workforce. They don't feel like a Friday every day. Some Fridays don't feel like Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it feels like a when Monday. you work on that weekend, all. <laughs> hey, that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> so glad for that. Yeah, Monday Friday is good enough for me. But but I, I get what you're going at, Bo. It, it's a spirit. A lot of people think born again experience is just praying a prayer mm-hmm. and asking the Lord to forgive you. But there there's a it, the Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That That's is right. true. That is true. But confession is made with the mouth, but you have to believe with your heart as well. You got to believe with the heart. And that's, that's the issue with a lot of Christians that they will read this passage and say, oh, Jesus was right. We need to be yeah. born again. And they're lost as a goose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but when, exactly. whenever you believe, then you actually see the vision. Well, you get the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly. why I came to the point earlier of saying, if you call yourself a biblical Christian, you believe in you believe biblically and you're biblically minded, and you're telling me, well, I don't believe in the Holy Ghost. I would ask, well, what don't you believe in the Holy Don't you believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Or you don't believe in the regeneration? Or you don't believe in the Holy Spirit at all? Because if someone says, well, there is no Holy Spirit. Well, hold, look, no, no, that's a problem. Let, yeah. let, let's, go, let's go to... Uh, where would your direction come from if the Holy Spirit wasn't leading you? Well, you'd exactly. be Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness believe that that yeah. is a force. It's not a real being. There is no Holy Spirit. It's just God's force coming out in His. Be- it's and, and yeah. that it's that is now. dangerous because you basically saying that the Holy Spirit does not belong to man. Well, then how you're saved? Well, I have a problem. They have some religions like in Islam. They don't believe in the Trinity, so or they don't believe that all three is God. So that's a problem right there. You know, if you don't believe that there's all God don't manifest in all three, then you got a problem. And so, well, there's different aspects to the the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Yeah, and they all work in in combination yeah, with each other. Yeah, they work in unity. You have to understand what their purpose is and uh, how yeah. it acts out in your life. Yeah. Exactly, you're right. Yeah, right. You're right. And, and, yeah. and look, the, the Spirit because the Spirit isn't just one thing. It, it it teaches you how to live in multiple different ways. Brother yeah. James told me the like this a while life. back. Yeah. It's not just departmentalized. Right, and Brother James told me this the other day. Brother James is a brother of the Lord of the Lord at our church, and he's one of our elders. And he said it the best way to me. He said, a lot of people think the Holy Spirit is an experience. Speaking in tongues, raising your hands, and you go to church one day, and some people shake like a dog. They think that's the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is not an experience. It's a lifestyle. It's a life. Mm, that's, that's right. It's a that's lifestyle right. that, you, a life. that you, when you yeah. accept Christ, yes. that I'm not going to say that. The Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit moves into your heart. Right. You're regenerated. Yes. I brought it out in Romans yes. chapter 8. You have a lot of other scriptures that talk about the Holy Spirit moving in. Yeah. Um, was it Jesus that said that when you get saved uh, and the, the Spirit that lived inside of you move out? And they go to and fro on the earth, and yes. they come back, and it's swept and garnished. Garnish. What is it swept and garnished from? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The Holy Spirit's and not that, there no more. And then that's when they come in, and they're, they're, they're seven, seven times, times worse. Right, so, it's persistence in the Spirit. Right, so it's a lifestyle. It's a life. It's a relationship. And look, you have a relationship with Jesus. 
if you have a relationship with Jesus, you should have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and God the Father. They're right. all three in one. Yeah, they're all one. Yeah. So, so you mm. you come to that knowledge. Well, I have to have. I have to dwell in the Holy Spirit. Lord, what am I going to do today? Lead me in God. I mean, look, we talked about an incident earlier where I was on a podcast. I said that. Look, on that podcast, I, I think I did a good job, but I'm still shocked of what I said. And yeah, I, 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 I even surprised God. myself. I'm, and look, that happened multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. I remember working on a job. Somebody asked me a question. Shocked in a good way or a bad yeah, way? Yeah, well, shocked in a good way because, you know, remember Paul said it the best way. When, when you're talking in front of a crowd or you're talking to somebody, don't think about what you're going to say. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Right, right. And there's sometimes so I not, say you're something. you're not in control. You don't have your hand on the wheel, so to say. No, because the Holy Spirit is leading. The, the Holy Spirit is leading. Like I said, I had a buddy at work one time. A buddy asked me a question. And it, looked, it sounded like a real controversial question. And I said something I didn't even think of. I was just like, well, is this and this? And he shot, he's like, you know, you're the first Christian to tell me that. And the Lord pointed me back to when Jesus was holding up the coin. And they said, look, uh, look you used, they said we should serve God. But Rome says we should. So who do we pay tribute to, uh, Caesar or not? And Jesus said, well, who's on the, who's, whose face is on the coin? Well, Caesar's. He said, well, give the Caesar what the Caesar's and give the God what is God. They were yeah. not expecting that question. No. That, right. that answer. So who told Jesus to say that? Holy the Spirit. Spirit. The Spirit of God. And Jesus' right. example of living on earth. So we yeah. have to be led by the right. Spirit. And Paul right. iterated that with King Agrippa and all his writings. But And that's, that's what I'm saying. A lot of Christians don't understand that. You have to have the Holy Spirit. You, have to, you cannot say I'm born again and not have, have the, the Spirit, Spirit of God. Yeah. Right. I'm going to read something to you all, and, and this will be the last touch. Uh, the wind blows really? where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now listen to this verse of Scripture. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportion, appointion, I don't know how you say that. Uh, oh yeah, but on, on verse... Uh, verse, uh, verse, uh, I'm in 1 Corinthians 12, 11, and it's verse 11, a portion of to each one individually as he wills. The Spirit of God moves into a person, okay? Uh, empowered by one. That means a person is empowered by the Spirit of God. Uh, and I think, I think what, what that is saying is that when the Spirit of God moves into a person's heart, I believe what, what, what it's saying is that, that the Spirit of God empowers that person to live for God. It empowers right. that person to do the ministry of the Lord. It empowers yes. that person to walk that walk with Christ. You know, it, 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 it gives you, you got to rely power. on the Spirit for right. that power. You have, yeah. you know, you people, if, it if you don't, if no, you don't you rely on the Spirit of God to walk the walk that God's called us to walk, to be a light in the world, to be an example to others, to, to minister and to witness to others. If you don't have the Spirit of God to give you that, that indwelling well, yeah. power to do it, how are you going to do it? Well, it's right. just, it's Imagine just like, trying yeah. to witness and not having right. the Spirit. Not having the Spirit yeah. of God. Well, but, it's just like Samson in the Bible and all these great men. They couldn't do what they did without the Spirit. So spiritually speaking today, like Samson when he was fighting the Philistines, you know, he had to fight physical Philistines. But in your life, in the spirit world, you have to fight 
spiritual philistines you have to fight lust you have to fight you know uh, uh you know all kind of things of this yeah, world all those all those battles and all those mm-hmm. uh yeah. territory um fights it's all in the spirit before it right. manifests in the physical and you need the holy spirit so you spirit have to be truth. able to know mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. the spiritual battles going on and being able to right. to take the word the spirit of god and to actually yeah. do some spiritual warfare yeah, you so got not to. to wait for it to manifest in so the physical so you got to spiritual whack those philistines you know right. kind of well, speaking i'm, right. I'm going to add, yeah. add on a point of this bone could you brought up two points we talked about regeneration of the spirit. That's when you get saved. You are born again, and you have the spirit inside of you to change your life, to change your ways. But you were talking about something else in that, which is bringing a good point. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because you were talking about ministry. and Well, that's where the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes bat- in right there. Right. And, right. and this makes so much sense. And I've heard preachers say this for a while. And it, it makes a lot of sense right here. You cannot be saved. Uh, you can, uh, the only requirement. For you to be baptized with the Holy Spirit is to be saved. Why? Because that regeneration starts out. It starts changing you to prep you to say, look, when I'm ready for ministry, you say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit so I can do this ministry according to your will. And that's when the Holy Spirit kicks in. Right. And it it, has to make the changes. Right. It has to make the changes before you, because it says anything. Could you imagine going to school and they give you an encyclopedia at first grade and say, that's your homework. Cool, smart kid. Read it. And by it. tonight, you didn't have no reading lessons. By tonight, you better read that encyclopedia. You got to recite it. And, <laughs> and that, that's what the Holy that's Spirit does. The Holy Spirit, do the Holy Spirit gives you a little bit. Remember Paul talked about, you know, some were on milk, but some are on meat. Meat. Right. right, that's right. where levels it comes to the spirit. Right, too. well, there's there's levels in growing. It's like anything is growing, you know. And to be ready for ministry, the Holy Spirit got to prep you and prep your heart so when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can fulfill that ministry and you can work to it can work for the Lord's benefit. You see, Boogie was saying something about about you know the some of the some of the guys in the Old Testament like David and Goliath. I mean, like David and uh, Samson and all these yeah, guys. Gideon, you know, yeah. they couldn't do they couldn't do what God had them had them do unless the Holy Spirit was there. But right, this is the thing: believed. the Spirit of God, yeah. the Spirit of God, didn't go into their hearts. The Spirit of God would move up on these guys, and, and they, they would, would do the work. They yeah. would do what God had called them to do. And then once these guys were done, they the left. Spirit of God would leave. So they didn't have the Spirit of God on them all the time or in their hearts all the time because of sin. You see, Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. So once Christ died Mm -hmm. on Calvary's cross, Mm -hmm. that gave the free will for the Spirit of God to move into a believer's heart. Before that... Right, Jesus said another comforter is going to come. But this is the thing. you got to realize in the Old Testament, these people were not filled with the Spirit. No. The Spirit of God would just come upon them, and, and would they would leave. do what God had called them yeah. to do. But the minute they were done, mm-hmm. that Spirit was gone. Yeah. It didn't live inside of them. They used to use the term willing vessel. Right. right. And that, that really put it into a good um, visual for them back then, because they really needed to be uh, an inhabitant for yeah. the Spirit. Well, it's just like, for example, in the Ark of the Covenant, the Holy Spirit was there in the Ark of the Covenant. He was there in Samson's jawbone. He was there in Moses and Aaron's rod. But he had no intentions to stay there. See, God was just in there because, like Brother Bowen said, he really wanted the cross. to be in our hearts. Yeah, and then now with the cross, now we're the rod. We're the Ark of the Covenant now. We're the jawbone. We're the temple of yeah. God. We're, right? we're, we're the, the temple. Now. 
You see, back then, the Spirit of God didn't have a temple. He had like maybe the the the, the place that they built for him to dwell, like the Ark yeah. of the Covenant, the uh, Moses' place. temple, yeah. uh, the things like that. Yeah. But when when Christ died on the cross, we became that temple. We are the temple mm-hmm. of God now. And, uh, it says, the God. We are the temple. Yeah. You know, Jesus said this, he that destroyed the temple of God, him will God destroy. What wow. does he mean destroy? Us. Him yeah. that destroyed this body that God's given him, that the Spirit of God's going to live in. If you destroy this with anything, it can be alcohol, it can be smoking, it can be, it can be anything, it can be anything. I'm just giving examples. If you destroy this temple that the Spirit of God dwells in, mm-hmm. God will him de- will God he God will destroy. Yeah, and you, you know, have to have the fear of the Lord. Yes, you got to. And yeah. to go to one point, how do we get the spirit into this temple though? Jesus said, Jesus John said, chapter three. Jesus answered, Truly, yeah. truly, I say unto you, unless one, one is born, born again, again. he cannot see, see, see the kingdom, kingdom of God. God. So unless you're born again to receive the spirit into the temple. And I believe right now, I think right now would be a good time to you know, people that are going to be listening to this, maybe we should say a little prayer. You know, um, a lot of people out there is going to listen to this. There might be people now that are listening. You know, maybe they need to get saved. Maybe they need to be born again. And I think now... in the spirit. Right. Yeah. Um, right now would be a good time to pray a little short mm-hmm. prayer with them. And, uh, and if they are listening, they can pray this prayer with me. And, uh, you know, Jesus is coming. You need to be ready. Uh, we talked about the born again experience. We talked about, you know, what it takes to get to heaven. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna sh- just pray a short prayer with it. And if you're not saved, you're not born again. You repeat this prayer, and I can promise you, Jesus will save you. He He does not turn nobody away. He doesn't reject anybody. He will save you, no matter what you've done in life. God will forgive and He will save you. Say, dear God in heaven, I'm sorry for my sins. And I thank you for what Jesus did at Calvary, dying on, on the cross and washing my sins in his blood. I believe that he was raised from the dead, and I believe that he, he sits on the right hand of the Father. And I ask Jesus right now to come into my life, come into my heart, and save me. Save me that I can be born again and filled with your spirit, that I can live this life and be a light unto this world. Amen. Amen. Well, if you have any questions concerning salvations or what to do after salvation, our email address is brothers just searching podcast at gmail.com. You can email us questions. You can also find us on the web, brothers just searching There's a link there. You can email us on there as well, or you can message us on Facebook, brothers just searching. And, and we want to thank Aubrey for coming tonight. Oh, yeah. Aubrey, oh, we, thank you. We, we thank you yeah. for coming, man. We, hey, you put in your, you put in what you thought, and hey, that's yeah, good. We, we like that. We, we like that. I guess you can have we to all come have, back. You know, we I all have different too. perspectives, and it's and, well, nice that's what we like. We have a fourth opinion. You see, exactly. we like, you know, we like everybody to share a little bit, and that's and what we you have did different tonight. Visions and different revelations. Right there, you go. That and and you're welcome to come back anytime you want. I'll be here. Overstepping his authority. And so, Isaac's no, paying Isaac, me. I, um, what do you say about I, Isaac? Isaac's paying me good money. You know, <laughs> he, he's paying me good money. He's paying me good money. So you know, I can I can do these and, things. And we even bought some ice cream, yeah, Oreos, right. and <laughs> Blue Bell. <laughs> not that cheap stuff. The Blue Bell, the good stuff. Blue Bell. So, no, we're well, non-profit. We can't afford Blue Bell. I got a question. 
what, what are y'all planning on talking about next week? We, oh, have, we, have we no haven't idea decided yet. that. No idea? It's no Isaac's idea. turn next. It's Isaac's okay. turn next. It's in the making. It's yeah. in the making. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, we'll let yeah. you know. We might yeah. have a, I don't know, we might have a guest next week. I'm not 100% sure. Really? Yet. We might. Okay. We might. That's I don't know yet. Audrey, you can still come. Yeah, you can still come. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you can still come. Yeah. So, everybody, well, thank you again for listening to Brothers Just Searching. Once again, if you have not yet hit the subscribe button, go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Hit that bell. That bell is very interesting. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, you're not going to do a bell sound? Ding, 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 ding. That's a good bell. That's a good bell. Hit that bell. Ding, 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 ding. That sounds like a fire. We like Jeremiah. We have a fire. Shut up in our bones. The fire is the spirit. You know what it also sounds like? You know, the wrestling bells, you know. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. All right. All right, my brother. Well, thank you again for coming. All right, guys. Until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back. If you're not ready, email us. We'll help you find the way to him. Until next week, blessings and encouragement to everyone.